Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hi guys, good morning, welcome to Game Changer Live. I'm David Villa and here with the crew. We got like two, we got a real mess going on because we got like six people in the room and uh, initials are not going to work anymore pretty soon. Sam's going to be leaving us here in the next uh, three weeks. He's going to be headed to FSU. Um, he has uh, some things that he's part of, some real, real cool stuff, man. We're going to miss you, Sam. But uh, we, we brought in uh, Matthias um, and uh, rejoined our organization. He's here in the podcast. My daughter Ashton is here. She's going to come in and, and join us as well. And uh, But Sam's going to be leaving soon. So, you know, I figured, you know, since you're going to be leaving us, Sam, you know, we might as well just phase you out. You know how like they do on like a, you know how they do like on a drama? Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, you're going like, to fall down an elevator shaft. Like, like kill off the character. <laughs> you got to kill your character off. You got to kill the character off. <laughs> He's got to get yeah. called to war or something. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, hey guys, like, Sam was doing the podcast yesterday. The microphone fell on his head. Sam has, Sam has been summoned to the front lines of the Great War, and he's gone. Yes. <laughs> At least you know he's not Sam fired. Sam doesn't like to joke like, like Sam doesn't like to like, joke like that. You notice that? Like he doesn't like to. That's true. You know, he you're the one that told us you were leaving. What do you want us to do, Sam? Keep you here when you're not here. All right, welcome to Game Changer. What's up, guys? How you doing? How's it going? You guys have a good weekend. Yeah, actually, I did. Oh, I love this a lot better with the notes in front of me like that too. So we're good. Yeah, so yeah, it was a good weekend. I had I, after after the after the last week with how you know hectic and how busy everything was. It was nice to actually sit down and relax for two days, right? And just chill out. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a busy week, busy last uh, last couple weeks for sure. So we're we're gonna jump into a series this week. We're gonna you guys have heard of the show, right? Fear Factor. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. I know oh, yeah. that uh, you know Joe Rogan has um, a real popular podcast today, but he got his you know start on television where people begin to know his his name hosting a show called fear factor where people just you know confronted their their fears you know and a lot of times it was like eating gross things and you know putting bugs in your mouth things like that and you know just doing really daredevil stunts but it was really facing your fear today we're going to talk about actually this whole week really god laid on my heart and, and here's the thing so we're releasing a bible plan we talked to you guys uh, over the last couple of weeks when we talked a little bit about God math. Actually, we talked several days about God math and, you know, how, um, you know, God and, it, it, you know, does exponential things, right? He, he doesn't just add, he doesn't just multiply, he God maths it. You know what I mean? When he gets in the middle of it, it things things just don't, you know what is funny? I thought of this tagline we can use as well in the U version. Things just don't add up with God. And that's that's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Like, it's like you can go one plus one and it's not two with God. It's, it's whatever God wants it to be, you know? And and we talked about the loaves and the fish and he took what he took, what he took, what wasn't even enough. And then at the end, it was more than enough. I was telling you guys, and I was talking to my pastor this past Saturday, I think I gave him a call and I was telling him about that concept and that thought of the story of the loaves and fish. And I said, I want to share this with you. And he's like, whoa, that's, that's cool. But I shared it. And I want to kind of remind the listeners again that God didn't only feed 5,000 with a fish combo with five loaves and, and two fish. He fed 5,000 men. So there were women and children. Who knows what that number was? The boy left with 12 baskets of leftovers. So he left with 12 times more than he had. 
Who knows what he did with those 12 baskets? And the Holy Spirit really dropped in my heart that today, in all these years, 2,000 years, we've been talking about that story. And so millions upon millions of people have been fed with five loaves and two fish. Because we're still talking about it today and you're being fed by that same multiplication today. That's powerful. That's God math. That's God math. So today, this week, we're going to start... We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start a series, and it's going to be the actual title of the version devotion where God math is going to be mixed into it. We're going to stretch it out over like maybe seven, eight days um, in the devotion, but it's going to be called Faith Factor. So we're going we're gonna to contradict Fear Factor. We've all heard of Fear Factor. We're going to talk about Faith Factor. And here's what's really cool. The word or the term factor, and you can look that up, Mike. Um, I did put it down. Actually, it's right there in the uh, right there on my notes right on the top page you guys can see it too it's uh the factor is a circumstance fact or influence that contributes to a result or outcome and here's what's really cool it's math it's a number or quantity that when multiplied with another produces a given number or expression so it's you gotta so basically you've heard it this way hey listen did you factor in you know, somebody's telling you something or they're kind of giving you like a prediction and you go, well, wait, did you, did you factor in the weather? You know, Hey, did you factor in, you know, did you, did you factor in if this happens, right? Did you factor in the traffic? Hey, it's going to take me 20 minutes to get there. And somebody says, well, did you factor in what they're really saying is they're saying that there's something that could influence or contribute to the result or outcome that is outside of your purview, right? It's outside of your view. And so it's a number or quantity that when multiplied with another, so it produces a number or expression. So let's just look at it this way. Faith factor. Oh, really? It's the God factor, right? That's what we're talking about. That's God math. Because you can take one plus one and you can say it equals two, but what happens when you factor in faith? What happens when you factor in God? Okay, so we're going to look at faith factor. We got to look at the definition of faith. Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. That's faith. That's Google's definition. Now let's look at the scriptural or biblical definition. Faith is the assurance that things revealed and promised in the word are true, even though unseen. So you can't see it, but they're true because God said it, right? And it gives the believer a conviction that what he expects in faith will come to pass. So now let's look at that. Faith factor. So your circumstance you're walking through, the the, the company you're working for, the dream that you have, the vision that you are, are, are believing for, right? All of these things, the finances that you're building, the, 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 the investment that you've put together, the family that you're raising, the marriage that you're trying to save, all of these things, have you factored in faith? That's what we're going to talk about this week. Faith factor. Faith factor. Fear factor. Read the definition of fear factor there, Mike. It's a, the noun. You know, it, the fear factor is, is this. Go ahead. A feeling of apprehension or fear, usually viewed as a reason not to do something, a cause of such a feeling, the extent to which such a feeling is predominant. Mm. So let's look at, and we'll break it open and we'll just have a discussion here, faith versus facts. We got, we got a whole week to unfold this thing, so I want to slow way down because I want to preach it all when I sent you the notes this weekend. I mean, I want to preach it all now because it's all inside me, and really, again, it's an extension of God math. And this is what the devotion on God math will be faith factor. And we're going to take the last, you know, several days of God math that we did a couple of weeks ago and tie that into it. So it's all in my heart, all in my spirit, but let's just look at faith versus facts for a second. So scripture, 
when you look at scripture, right? Scripture teaches us that, you know, we as believers walk by faith, not by sight, right? We walk by faith, not by sight. Faith will never fail you, but sight will blind you to the possibilities in God. You can put that down, Sam, because that will preach right there. So faith will never fail you, but sight will blind you to the possibilities in God. Isn't that crazy that you can actually say that sight will blind you? Isn't that kind of, doesn't that seem like it's a contradiction, right? Hey, some people, some people go their whole life, right? Really looking to see something for the first time or, Hey, I I need a vision on this. But the reality is if you choose faith, it won't fail you. But if you rely strictly on sight, you can be blinded to the possibilities in God. Why is that? Why do you guys think that? Why do you think that, why do you think that sight can blind you to the things of God? How does that even make sense? Um, Distraction is really easy. It's really easy for us. I mean, all of us to an extent have ADHD or ADD. Shiny object flies by and we look at it. Something goes in front of us and we see it. Um, I'm that way about um, just motion around me. Like if I'm standing there looking at my wife and talking, if I see something move in the corner of my eye, I turn and look at it and I'm easily distracted. Sight allows, like sight just basically, it's one of the best senses that we have because it allows us to see where we're going, but can also be our biggest distraction Mm -hmm. overall. Okay, so distraction, that's one. So what's something, what's something else? So if we're looking at faith won't fail us, it's hard for us to believe that, right? Because faith is based on the unseen and it's based on what God said. And a lot of times what he said is not lining up with what he's actually doing in front of us that we can see. So we can't see it, right? So, so sight can blind you to the possibilities in God. I mean, it kind of like is the, the scripture in reverse. Somebody else have a comment on that? Ed, Sam, Matthias? Ashton, you can Logic doesn't make sense when it comes to faith, if that, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Like, with faith, you're relying on God. You're relying on his, on his trust with his love. There's a lot of things in the Bible that doesn't make sense, like, you know, Moses splitting the Red, the, the red Sea. But you really do have to rely on his faith because sometimes logic can blind you and uh, human nature can blind you from what God is trying to tell you and what God is trying to lead you. Because in the end, what really matters is you doing the work for God. That's I was, good. I was Go gonna say, um, your eyes, your sight, what you see is typically logical when you think about it. And faith, there's nothing about faith that's logical. Everything about faith is illogical. It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. when you try to look at it. It, it makes zero sense. That's what I was, I was gonna. Well, faith, Jones, faith never makes sense because faith. I mean, it wouldn't be faith if you could see it. Right. It wouldn't be faith if you could touch it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't really be faith if you could, you know, if you could grab a hold of it. Well, that's I just mean, the, that's the basic instinct of like, it's like fear of the unknown. Like it's the sense that we don't really know like what's going to come out of a situation and we have to rely on that faith aspect in order for things to work. But that's what the visual aspect comes in. It's like when you're watching a scary movie or something, you're watching it and you're sitting there and you're wondering when something's going to happen. You want to close your eyes, but you can't help but look. <laughs> I mean, you have to look the entire time. Otherwise you don't want to miss it. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, that was for nothing. You know what I mean? But right. That fear of the unknown is what the faith factor comes in. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. So let's so so in other words, let's look at what, what he's saying here in this in these passages, right? We're talking about faith. In other words, it's it's circumstances it, words looking at life and circumstances through your natural eyes or vision can weaken our ability to believe God and take him at his word. So sight in itself is is a factor that can siphon out your faith 
We're talking about faith factor, but sight in itself. And that's crazy if you look at that, because if you rely, that's why the Bible says we walk, we walk by faith, not by sight. Because the, re, the reality is a lot of times we as believers look at that scripture one, one way. We look at it as like, you know, I don't see it now, but I'm believing for it. You know, I don't see it, but I'm believing for it. And so one day I will see it. That's the way we kind of view that because we view faith as always us getting something. But really, if we view it a little bit differently, we walk by faith, not by sight. It could be because the things that we see are counter to what God has promised us. Does that make sense? It's not that we, I don't see it yet. So I got to keep believing for it. It's just that what I see, the things I see, are contrary to what God said. And so the author is teaching faith because t- today, you know, th- th- people are professing Jesus, right? In hard times, they turned back, gave up, walked away, threw in the towel. Many watching today, you know, we quit the church. We, we quit on God. We threw in the towel. We left the ministry. We gave up on hope. You know, we got angry with God. And, and a true believer may possess the faith to keep going when everything in them says to quit. I mean, look, if you, if you are a believer in God and you've never wanted to quit, then I'm going to question your, your, uh, how much you're doing for him. Because real faith speaks to circumstances as Job did when he lost everything. Job said, though the Lord slay me, this is faith, though the Lord slay me, yet will I trust him. He's saying, I'm convinced that the Lord has me on this assignment to help take back my faith. And I believe that today and this week, we're going to take back our faith. Amen. We're going to take back our faith because it's a faith factor. And the reality is this. If you've lost, if you've lost hope, the enemy is trying to get you to believe in what you're seeing and not instead of believing in what God said. But I want to, I want to encourage you to factor back in faith. Amen. So we're going to increase our faith. We're going to take our faith walk to the next level. So the enemy may have had you down, but I declare this, and I want to say this as a declaration, that the word of the Lord is about to lift you up. Amen? I decree you will not give up. Whoever I'm talking to now, you will not turn back. You will not quit. You will put on the whole armor. We've been talking about armor of God in our church, and we've been talking about being battle ready. I, I declare that we're going to put on the whole armor of God, and we're going to stand against the tricks of the enemy, and that's what it is. Somebody told me this way when I was in youth group a long time ago that, that, you know, that, that, that Satan has a scheme, but God has a plan. Satan has, Satan has a scheme, but God has a plan. And God's plan is going to stand the test of time. So after we've done all we can do to stand, we're going to keep standing by faith with our head held high and a word in our mouth that says, I believe that my God is able. Amen. That's what we're going to do. So let's, let's talk about what faith is. Let's talk about faith for a second. You guys have the notes in front. I'm, I want to encourage you guys to comment on, uh, let's see what some of the comments on Facebook are. Let's read a few of them there. Man's sight is limited no matter how ambitious. Uh, a few good mornings. Okay. Amen. When you, on that last Amen. one, that you just finished. Great, <laughs> some deep comments there. Amen. Powerful. Good morning, everyone. Listen, man. That's, it's a that's, sermon today. You're, they're just sitting and listening. <laughs> Any comments you guys want to throw in as well on LinkedIn or Facebook, um, we want to make sure we bring you guys into this discussion. So let's talk a little bit about what faith is, guys. It says faith is a conviction that I, faith is a conviction that I can have what I believe regardless of the facts. 
faith is, faith is the evidence that I receive what I hope for and the expectation of things that have not yet manifest in my life. Faith is confident and committed attitude, specifically in God, his Christ and his word. Faith in God is a confident expectation of the things we cannot see. Amen. That's powerful stuff. You know how hard it is to rely on faith sometimes because we live in a very fact based culture nowadays where everybody just wants facts and everybody wants answers to everything. But God says, you know, seek my face and seek his will. But sometimes that's hard, man. Sometimes it's hard to go to the Bible because, you know, it's easy just to look up uh, answers online nowadays. So I feel like with this generation, this world, I feel like we have to seek more of God's face. And especially with me, like I'm, I tend to look at facts directly and I don't sometimes look at the word. And that's something that I'm personally working on right now. I think we all need to work on that, Sam. I would that's actually, I, I mean, I don't want to delve too far off topic but i would actually take what you said sam and almost expound on it a little bit people are looking for facts but people are looking for the facts that suit their lifestyle mm -hmm. people aren't looking for what the word says because most of the time people don't want to change up what they're doing in their life for what's better for them they're looking for the facts that suit their lifestyle not the lifestyle that's going to be by fact that's not changing the topic at all really to be honest with you because because we again we have a whole week to discuss this and, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves at all, but that's really, that's really taking the topic of faith and opening it up. Because th think about that, what you just said. People are trying to take the word of God and have it suit their lifestyle. So they're trying to make their own faith. You can't, you know, and they're trying to make their own facts. And reality is if fa facts and faith don't always line up. Right. You know, uh, part of this we're going to get into here in the next, I don't know when, but it's in the notes somewhere. It's, it's, and I don't want to get ahead on that, but it goes into facts versus truth, you know, and we talked about that on the podcast, but we're bringing it back and adding it to this whole week of devotion where we're talking about, you know, uh, faith factor and God math, but facts versus truth facts, facts, you know, are one thing, but, but truth trumps facts. Oh yeah. Because we're, we're relying on, you know, we're relying on something that is superior to facts. Because if facts could say you're broke, but what does truth say? Facts could say you're sick, but what does truth say? Fact can, facts can say your relationship is broken, but what does truth say? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we, we're bringing in the God factor, the faith factor, and that's the thing. So even, even though facts, see, one plus one, I mean, look, you can go, well, David, okay, I get, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come on, man. Don't get all mystical. Don't get all super spiritual here. Well, I mean... You know, let's look at the Bible. I was listening to uh, <laughs> last night after my wife went to bed, Ashton, I think she went in her room, we were talking and everything, and I was by myself. I turned on, uh, I was going to watch Furtick's message from yesterday where Rich Wilkerson Jr. preached. Mm -hmm. And he preached on uh, the frustration of expectation. But he said something that kind of goes along with this, this whole, like, oh man, if anybody said, if anybody even thought, man, come on. You know, I mean, I get it, but there's logic, there's practicality, man. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't see, you know, the lame walking. I don't see this happening. You know, hey, Dave, this stuff's real. You know, da, 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 da. All of these things that we try to justify the natural over the supernatural. But he said something. He said somebody came to him in his church and he said, hey, pastor, will you pray for me after service? And he said, yeah, I'll pray for you. And he said, uh, you know, he was going to pray for him. He said, that's what I do. I'm a pastor. And he said, yeah, but I want you to specifically pray for something for me. So what is it? He said, I want you to pray for my shadow. 
And he said, first, Rich Wilkerson was like, ooh, okay. You know, he was like, uh, what? You know, he was like, uh, okay. You know, like a little bit like, this is a little weird. But he, he said, to, he said this, listen to this. this. This got me, and it convicted him. He said that this person said, well, there's this person in my work. She has cancer, and they've given up hope on her, and she won't let me pray for her. I've asked her. And I was reading in the Bible where Peter's shadow healed people. And I want to pray you to pray for my shadow that as it sits on her over her cubicle, that God can heal her. And he was like, well, maybe you should pray for me. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, maybe you should pray for me. And, and my point is, is that, is it, why not? You know, people try to make faith fit into or try to make their lifestyle and faith fit together. And the reality is there's a fact and then there's truth. There's facts and then there's faith. And you, if you insert the faith factor what can't God do? I mean, every story that we talk about and preach about in the Bible to increase faith had some supernatural element to it. What about the lady in the Old Testament that only had enough for her and her son? Logic says that if you only have enough for you and your son, that you just do with what you have and then you just take the consequences. But the God factor or the faith factor came in and said, give me what you have and I'm going to eat myself and then let's see what God does. And so she trusted in the faith factor when it didn't make sense. And God, God required what she had, but he gave her more than she could ever imagine. I mean, it's a faith factor. So great comment. And, and that's awesome. That's right on topic. I mean, it's, it's, it's right on topic, right? That's what we're talking about. You know, f having faith and in, in being confident in the expectation of the things we can't see. She, she has yeah, a comment. go ahead. Come on over here. You're not. You, we'll get you on camera when you come over. Um, this is my I was, daughter. I was just hi guys, I'm Ashton. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking uh, through some of like what you were saying, and I think like another way you can say that is just like here's what I feel. Here's what I'm going through. Like you know, this situation sucks. This, you know, this situation at work, the situation in my family, whatever I'm going through, this is frustrating, this sucks, it doesn't make sense, don't see a way out of it. But here's what I know. Mm -hmm. and, it, and like it's, I'm gonna be still and know who my God is. And um, I guess here's who I know would be a better way to say that. But I know that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm facing, like that's that feels real. Um, it doesn't change the fact that that's real and to our human eyes. Mm -hmm. But we don't see what's going on behind the scenes to where it's, Here's who, who I know. I'm going to remember, even though I feel this way, I'm going to continually just proclaim and speak. And I think even like uh, something that's helped me is specifically praying and speaking those things out of faith, like saying like, you know, I don't see the end of this, but God, you're still faithful. Mm. God, you're still true. God, like, and you look back to all the times he has been faithful and maybe you haven't had that encounter with God to where you know exactly, you know, um, some of the things he's done in your life, mm -hmm. but even thinking back just to things that you've been preserved from, you've been saved from, um, you've been protected from, like in your life, anything like you're thankful for, like you can look, find the hidden God in like that <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, be still and know that he is God even. And I think that's a portion of faith right there. Mm, that's good. <clears throat> that's good. So when you possess faith, but in a couple of what Ashton said, then you believe and expect the plan of God to happen in your life, even when you can't see it in the natural. So it's funny because it's what we're talking about is interesting. 
when we're, we're, we're continuing to encourage one another and you in faith, we're, what we're doing is we're just reminding each other what faith is. What we're really doing right now is, is, is reiterating what faith is. Right? It's, we're, we're talking about, we're ta- we, it's easy to know what we see. It's easy to know what you woke up to this morning and what, you, and what you're facing this morning and what your bank account said this morning. And, you know, it's easy. It's, it's very easy. The enemy doesn't have to work hard in that respect. All he has to do is just say, he's point to it. And you can see it. Does that make sense? You can see it. It's such, it's, he, he doesn't fight fair, but neither does God. The faith factor is not fair to the enemy. The enemy has can point to it and go, there it is. See, what are you talking about? No, no, that's what it looks like. That's what it is. That's what, you open your eyes, look at it, look, look, look. No, 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 that's what you, that's the reality. Not, not, the, not I know not the, what the word of God says. That's the reality. But then the faith factor comes in and here's what's crazy. When you buy into, when you buy into God's way and when you in, insert the faith factor into anything, this is it here, okay? As we speak and declare the word of God over our situation, it's a witness to heaven and earth that we've already that we already have what we say. Faith causes what is invisible to our senses to manifest in our lives. And you got to put that down in there, Sam. So faith causes what is invisible to our senses to manifest in our lives. Let me just say it this way. Faith reaches out and grabs what we cannot see and causes our soul to testify that it shall, shall be so in our lives. Mm, got to preach right there. I'm going to say it again. Faith reaches out and grabs what we cannot see. And it causes our soul to testify that it shall be so in our lives. So we can't see it, but we, but we reach out and grab it in faith. And then our soul, something from the inside of us comes out and testifies and says it shall be because God said so. Faith is the evidence that I trust and believe God will do it. Amen. It's a formula. It's the formula of faith. It's the factor of faith. Mm, that's good stuff. How to preach. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to talk about this whole week, right? That just made me think of a lyric from a song, um, one of my favorite songs um, called Here Now from Hillsong. It just says, faith makes a fool of what makes sense. Mm. That's good. Faith makes a fool of what makes sense. Mm. I forgot about that song, honestly. And look at the next line. But grace found my heart where logic ends. Mm-hmm. See, grace and faith are grace and faith are connected, because so you so here's the thing: if you're you know, and this is a good place to because we're wrapping it up. This is a good place to kind of end today's. We have again the whole week to discuss this, but that lyric is a great place to end it. So faith makes a fool of what makes sense. But we're sitting here and we're talking about faith. And if you're going, hey, you know what, David, I get it, but man, I'm super convicted right now because I'm having a hard time even like mustering up the ability where I'm at flat on my back in this situation. I'm having a hard time mustering up the belief, even that God can, I I know it. He's done it before in my life, but man, where I'm at right now, I'm flat on my back. And in this, in it's, and if then here's what happens, if that, that happens, the enemy does this, does this thing where he condemns you. It makes you feel guilty for not having faith. So right now he would use, he'd, he'd go, see, you can't even believe that God that you say you believe in. 
They're talking about it right now. They're giving you scripture and you can't even believe it. If that's you, listen to this next line right here. Grace found my heart where logic ends. The great thing about it is faith and grace are a pair. They come together. So when you're believing in faith for the things of God, grace, the grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is sufficient. So God's going to extend grace on the journey of faith. You just keep believing. And when you think, see the enemy, the enemy can't take you out. And he's already thrown his best at you. He's already given you everything he has. All he can do is remind and remember. All he can do is remind and remember, cause you to remind, remember, and he can remind you of what you've done. But Jesus forgives and forgets. Amen. 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 It's good stuff. So we're going to jump into this tomorrow full on and uh, scroll down a little bit. Just give you a little highlight. So we're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about believing. We're going to talk about endurance. We're going to talk about this word that we all hate, patience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my daughter tried my patience yesterday so hard. When I was growing up, they told me not even pray for patience. Like, don't pray for patience. (laughs) (laughs) They did. They said, said don't pray for patience. You know, before you'll get it. And it's like, pray for patience and they give you and God gives you a kid my two year old kept running around the pool yesterday and I kept saying stop don't run (laughs) oh man kids try your patience and they teach you patience that was funny because Rich Wilkerson was talking about that too with his kid in the pool we had our granddaughter uh, one day this weekend Friday night when I came home we had her Thursday and Friday night and she went swimming and she would like she just kind of fall off into the hot tub, like, you know, like oh, trusting yeah. me. But then he was talking last night about his uh, one and a half year old that just stands in the pool and just throws himself in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ashton used to do that. Ashton would just walk off the edge of the pool and fall in and sink to the bottom. We'd have to pull her out, you know, and then now you're so. It's hey, funny because she started. Uh, we learned faith early. I, I was trying to get her to do that yesterday was to jump off the edge into my arms. Yeah. But she won't do it. But she'll she'll get down on all fours. She'll stick one leg in. Then she'll just kind of just roll herself into the pool. <laughs> Uh, song of the day today we actually just talked about it I felt like it was appropriate since we were referencing it is uh, Here Now Madness from uh, Hillsong United it's an absolutely wonderful song if you've never yeah. heard it before um, thank you all for listening we actually are wrapping up right on 9 o'clock normally we go a couple minutes over it feels good to be back I'm, like, I know we were back Friday but it feels good to start the week back yeah. with the podcast at the start of the day yeah with the countdown and everything oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, guys, and we're going to dive into this a little further. Have a great day. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.